You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Cindy Cochran Show, and we are live. It is Monday. It is Monday after one of the uh, strangest, strangest weeks that uh, we've ex- ever experienced because it was historical. It was a historical week. Harvey King just blew in, and it was funny. The famous last words of our, my last live broadcast was um, Jake doing the new uh, traffic and weather. And he goes, and there's a tropical, what? Are, are we going to have a hurricane? <laughs> he hadn't seen any of the reports of this thing coming up, and he was kind of like shocked. And so I think by probably by Saturday he understood there was a hurricane coming. And uh, anyone who moved here from the north, uh, probably was you know their first experience with the hurricane it was a that was a whale of a you know beginning being baptized by fire in the sense that yes this was uh, a bad one and it's uh, i've lived here 60 years and so living here that long i've been through so many of these and what's so sad is how many people get have especially in the last um, decade get pretty um, jaded by the hype and the, you know, spat, uh, the passion and the scare tactics that you feel like you're experiencing from our weather people. And so, and always, uh, I would joke that I think that there's a conspiracy between the uh, TV stations and the grocery stores, because as soon as they say, we have a tropical disturbance out in the Gulf, uh, all the batteries, all the milk, all the bread is gone. It's it's just amazing. And I know who's buying all that. It's the people that just moved here have never experienced the, you know, a hurricane. Well, it was funny. I don't know what day it was that I finally got serious about this is uh, this is really going to happen. And this is what they're saying is really happening. Um, but I went to the store. Every All the water was gone. And all the uh, milk was gone and the bread you know the the and I was gonna buy a couple you know stock up for a couple of days and that's what I did and uh, and people were going crazy and it was um, it, it, you get caught up in it and I started buying things that I never buy I just started buying them because they were there and that they didn't have a shortage on it but I may use it sometime in the future it was it was absolutely ridiculous and so you, I, and we kept, we kept being ready for all the electricity to go out and, and we're on uh, a well, water well. So if the electricity goes out, we have no water. We have, you know, you're like pretty much we're on camping. And my husband is a hunter and he thrives on this kind of stuff. So we had every camping um, equipment that you need in the kitchen immediately and everything was there but we never lost power except for a few seconds during friday where nothing was happening when that when we lost the power nothing was going on so we thought boy we're really going to lose power and nothing happened we kept cable and it was it was amazing i felt so guilty as i watched all the images i had every tv on in every room on watching this and and the more you watched it, the more, depre- the more depressed you became and how guilty you felt if you were in air conditioning. And you'd, I felt like turning everything off and just so I could feel what these people were feeling. I felt so sorry for them. And everybody had that feeling. They wanted to do something. They wanted to help somebody. They wanted to get out as soon as they felt possibly could because they're seeing all these rescues. And the Cajun Navy, wow, we, did they make a splash literally in this in this area uh and how much respect we had for them but they took on the texas spirit and uh and the texas spirit now is everywhere and it's an extremely um 
trending is how our people, Texans, has, have handled themselves and uh, the the volunteerism, everybody that's there that's trying so hard to help everybody and um, and how good this, they felt for doing that. I think it was just an amazing time for us to shine and to get rid of a lot of the junk that you see on TV and all the news and all the sniping and the silliness of things that people want to gripe about took a back seat. And there was a balance to what was going on in the world today. And that right now, what we what we found and what we proved is that you help what's right in front of you. You don't ask questions. There wasn't a color. There wasn't a creed. There wasn't anything that was separating anybody. We were all melded, really, and, and just trying to help what we saw that was the problem right in front of us. And that's what they did. And it was I was so proud to... Uh, uh, be a Texan and be from Houston and watch those people just get right in there and, and help and work. And uh, so today, a great uh, show we have lined up for you today. And uh, this is live. I got to keep saying that because <laughs> everything I watch usually is pre-recorded. Um, but this is live and we're downtown in the ghost town of Conroe because it's a federal holiday and happy Labor Day, everybody. Uh, and that's what I think that's what everybody's been doing for the whole week. Somebody need, probably needs to rest today. <laughs> they need to rest. And uh, there's no jurors, sad or mad faces walking up and down the streets of Conroe. It is, uh, it really is a ghost town down here. But we're here, and I am so blessed to have Luke Redis with us. And Luke is the director of, of Chop House. He, he, he does so many things. That's just a part of his life that uh, he is helping. Uh, Chop House is Conroe House of Prayer. And just like I told Luke when I first met him, I was so embarrassed when I went in that place for the fir very first time. I'm thinking it's a pork chop place. I'm thinking I'm gonna get pork chops and, and, uh, and a great meal and I'm so excited. I opened the door and this didn't look anything like a restaurant that I, I could and then when I found out what this was, and I had walked in there going, like, okay, where do I sit? And, and uh, I, I felt really bad. But I was so uh, happy to find out that this place was here. And it, um, it certainly does a great deal of work with the homeless and uh, with people that need help spiritually, physically, and, uh, and all that uh, they're there to help. And so many churches come in and do their part by feeding uh, feeding these uh, these people that are com coming in, and it's just uh, it's an amazing group and so inspirational. And along with Luke is a partner in not in crime, but in, in helping his partner <laughs> uh, is Carrie Perkins, and uh, she is uh, she is with I, I love this um, I love the name of your group. Uh, just stay right there. Get up and get real. Because this show is what we call it a real reality radio. But what you guys are doing every single day, and welcome to the show, Carrie. Uh, what you do every day is you get real with the real people out there and, and people that are doing and, and suffering like and, and turmoil and struggling every day of their life. So when they see something like this happen, like Harvey come along, uh, I'm interested to know what, how they respond to you and what they say to you about watching what people are doing and how people have come together and all that. So I want to talk about that in our next segment. Um, but I, I wanted to let everybody know that they're here and we're going to find out all that you can do. Just like I was sitting there going like, I want to do something and the water's going to be gone and I'm not going to be able to go save anybody. And I don't know what, you know, what good am I doing here? What, I'm wasting the space on earth. And that's not true because every day, every single day of the year, there's someone that needs some help. That's right. And there's something that you can do and that fulfills you. I think that's what, I think there's an emptiness inside of us that has to be filled with that. That's where, There's a compartment there. And if you're not doing something to you know, help and so you feel bad and you want to, but as soon as you fill that up with helping people and getting out and getting a, outside of yourself, you do feel a lot better. And so if you're looking to feel better, 
I'm not going to give you any kind of um, advice on medication or anything like that, that I'm going to have to, once I say that medication, then I'm going to have to give you all the disclaimers of that. There's no disclaimers to this. This is just a promise that was made and is always kept every time you go out and help somebody. And you're going to feel a whole lot better uh, than you did before. And I just, I watch and I hear the stories and, and everybody's heard the stories. And this is worldwide. Uh, someone that was in, in England, uh, in London, was talking about how they're all focused on Texas. They're all focused on what these people are doing. And they're just totally amazed that all of this is going on. And so, uh, and that's come from all different parts of the country, the world, is that uh, people are looking to uh, to figure out what's going on. And I have just, I've, I'm so critical of reporters and hyping and exaggerating things that get everybody so worried and excited. And, um, but I got to give kudos to a lot of the reporters that were, you know, standing in there. We, we kind of get amused by the ones standing where the hurricane winds force are coming in and they're trying to keep their balance and trying to tell you what's going on, but you can't hardly understand what they're saying because the wind is so bad in the rain. Why can't you take them inside, do the report, and then go out there and let them stand to get the effect? But um, but I just, you see that, and, and we just get totally jaded by so much that we've seen here in this area. But boy, was it true. And those reporters came through, and I saw a lot of them going out and dropping the mic and really going out and helping people. So I say, we did we did well in covering that so i'm gonna we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the humanity of it all and we're gonna talk to luke and carrie and talk about what their efforts are and what how you can also be a part of that on the cindy cochran show which is always a real reality radio don't go away we'll be right back hey this is cindy just wanted to thank you personally for listening. Remember, live is even more fun, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. And if you or someone you know would like to sponsor The Cindy Cochran Show, please message me on my Facebook page, The Cindy Cochran Show. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Always ready. Always ready to come back and talk. We're live on the Cindy Cochran Show. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And, um, and just a big thank you and a big virtual hug around this city and uh, our surrounding cities. And we're in Conroe. Uh, but... You know, more than a hug and a be warm and be filled statement as you pass somebody uh, is an actual, actually doing something. And that's who we have with us today, are people that uh, really hands on the community and what's going on. And every day, not just when a historical giant hurricane comes through, there's need every day uh, somewhere. And you can be a part of that. And you can... Uh, find that you're going to feel better and uh, it's just a, a, a guarantee of a better life if you help somebody else it's just it just is and um, go out and test it anyway we've got leak uh, leak readers see how i can just destroy people's names okay luke readers who's with um, compassion united and we love compassion united it's like that's a great name. And then we've got Carrie uh, Perkins, and she is with uh, Get Up, Get Real, and Get Real. And uh, we they joined forces. And so, uh, Luke, this hurricane came. We saw, we've seen amazing outpouring of support, love, clothes, food, everything that these people have been totally displaced with. And yet you work with that every single day. Even the very same definition, you work with people that are displaced, that do not have homes, um, that are, and a lot of times, lost souls in the sense, sense of the way they feel, right. and that uh, everybody's ignoring them. But can you tell me what kind of response you've had with the people that you work with uh, to this tragedy? To the people that At, we serve? Or? 
Well, no, I, the, the people that you serve, yeah. how have they responded, what they talk about, what they've uh, discussed about seeing the reaction of, of the city, the world, right. and all that? Yeah. Well, you know, as far as you know, the reality is, as far as the homeless folks that we work with are concerned, um, not really a lot was different for them. They just needed to go into the shelter for a few nights and uh, came back and just sort of uh, many of them are business as usual now. Um, you know, sounds sounds sad. I mean, <clears throat> the um, the people in, in the community, though, this is where it's been really overwhelming. But, you know, we have an amazing community here. Yes, we do. We really do. And um, I have been, I mean, I was stuck at home. I mean, I, I was kind of like you. It was Thursday morning and I woke up and I looked at Facebook and I said, hmm, maybe I should start taking this kind of seriously or something. <laughs> and uh, uh, as soon as the rain started falling, I got people calling me saying, you know, or texting me or sending me messages saying, what can we do? What can we do? I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's raining. We can't really do anything right now. I'm stuck at home, you know. Um, but I think the thing that we saw the most was I, I was really overwhelmed, like almost to the point, I have a good friend that says sometimes the only the only curse we can feel as a Christian or what would seem like a curse would be trying to manage the weight of God's abundance. And, uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's... Uh, that's really kind of the way we felt. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we I, I mean, I had a list of, you know, 100 people that wanted to go out and do something before I could, you know, I'm like, I can't even go anywhere. I'm stuck at home. You know, we were we were flooded in. And so that was the thing that was just beautiful to me was everyone's heart to help. Right. Uh, everyone's heart to get out and do something. And the, the really cool thing about this is, you know, this is one of the things that I love about about Carrie uh, is this is uh, is it's just people that 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 like this isn't my focus all the time, but I'm dropping everything that I do and I'm changing to go and help my community. And um, uh, that was really inspiring for me. You know, to see. I, lo so. I love that. And I, and I think that um, I found out that my, uh, my daughter said, Mom, do you know that Lone Star Convention Center is open? And mm -hmm. you can go and bring things there. And, and uh, they were taking people in. And, so they, and I went, oh, that's, that is so yeah. great. And then I got another video to post uh, that's, that was happening close to our area and it was just in the churches that were starting to open up and and all that and i know that uh i know that the church has wanted so badly to, to do something you know especially when you have the chance it's almost you know it's like luke this is going to be a weird comparison but it's like being a black belt in karate and you walk around with that that knowledge, knowing I could take any of you, I could do this. You have that in, inside of you. You have that that confidence and all that. But nobody ever picks on you. Nothing ever happens. So you sit there with that. And finally, with somebody, you see somebody in trouble, and you go, you go like, now I can use this. It's like they, people, everybody has this inside of them. Right. But it's just when you finally get permission to use it, you finally get, you know, here's the opportunity. I can be good. I can help somebody. Yeah. And, and they feels so good for doing this but it, it seems like it's pent up in us and that uh that when there's that opportunity boy it goes crazy you know i don't think everybody that's that's slowing down in front of a wreck is just wanting to see blood and guts i think a lot of people want to know if yeah. maybe i could help maybe could, I, could could i find purpose in this circumstance that's right and i think that all of us have a longing uh for purpose well, and, I, did, I, I think there's good in everybody absolutely. because they were created by absolutely. some really good. Yeah, and so pretty good. That, and, uh, and that we're in the image of something that is perfectly good. God is so, is so amazing. And, and, and a lot of people have said, how could a God up there, you know, let this happen to this, you know, this community and displace all these people and do all this. But to stand back and have the wisdom to look at something and go like, you know, this is terrible, but such good things yeah. are coming from this. So many good things are are being shown and being uh, able to be seen. So I I love the, I think every sermon Sunday was probably yeah. like, uh, it, it's it's gonna get better. Everything's gonna be, it's gonna be okay right. and all that. And uh, God didn't strike us down. God didn't bring Harvey to, you know, to, right 
to destroy us. But we're better because of this. Yes. If you have a theology show slated anywhere, I could go on and, and, and address that part of it too. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? It might take a while. <laughs> and I never even question the fact that, yeah. you know, I'm no theologian. I'm just doing it. I just say what, you know, yeah. what I feel. Um, but I think that that what you offer people and, and what I want to get to is that you've had a lot of, uh, of people coming to you and saying, boy, I want to do something. I want to help. What are you, if you get on a radio show like this and you're talking to people out there and they're, they're feeling the same thing, I want to help. Yeah. What are you telling people now? How are you managing that? Um, right now, I'm just asking people to, to be, be consistent in that. I mean, right now, uh, one of the challenges, we've done disaster relief in, 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 in various different places over the years. And, and one of the, the consistent occurrences is that the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the zeal to help typically last as long as, as the media attention. And yes, so this is going to be a long, long right. recovery process. And it might not be, hey, we get to go and demo somebody's house this week, or hey, we get to cook meals for 300 people. It might be that you, you as an individual are sitting in your living room thinking of Joe and Kathy, um, who their house was, was flooded uh, a month and a half ago, and it might be good to check on them and take them you know, take them dinner, uh, see how they're right. doing, uh, you know, and it doesn't always have to be. I mean, this is one of the challenges with the church is that we want to, we, we tend to want to make all of our compassion programmatic. Um, let's rally the troops and all go out as a church and do this thing. And the problem is that means that the destination has to morph to what we're offering. Mm -hmm. But sometimes what we're offering isn't what they need. Right. Um, and so I think that it's important for us to be, um, you know, we're doing, we have to remember that we're doing this to help a hurting, traumatized person. Uh, and, and we get this great sense of satisfaction for doing that, but that sense of satisfaction can't be our motivation. Our motivation always has to be that love for that person and understanding the depth of what they're going through and not trying to, um, you know, we had somebody that came by the Joy House, one of our ministries that uh, was, it took on three feet of water and we were there doing a lot of work and somebody came by that, they wanted to give us, you know, they just wanted to give stuff. And we were like, we don't need anything. <laughs> no, you want diapers? We got, we don't need diapers. We're mm. fine. You need water? I'm like, I got 12 cases of water in there, you know? And it was like, they just wanted to help. And it's like, man, if they had said, oh, you don't need anything great. Well, you know, maybe we can pray. Can we just, can we just pray, you know, yeah. or something like that? I mean, we, we, uh, um, you know, um, we need to just really, be in this for the long haul and, and be compassionate toward people and understanding there, like I said, there's a traumatized person there and they're, 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 yes, they're wanting to get all of the sheetrock and the carpet out of their house because it needs to happen. But, um, um, like the real focus of what we're doing there is the love on that person. Right. Right. Um, and this is hurting them. I mean, we have to understand with every wheelbarrow load of stuff we're hauling out of their house, it's just part of their life right. that's leaving. You know, this might be their, 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 you know, I mentioned this to you earlier, this might be their wedding album or, you know, the pictures that their kids drew and put on the refrigerator that are gone now. Right. They can't be replaced that. And so not only are they dealing with the logistics of the situation, but they're dealing with the trauma of their life. I mean, how are we going to recover from this? That's so, I think you're right. I think that's where we lose sight. And we are uh, ADD. And I think that a lot of things that will, you know, have our squirrel moments about yeah. where we're, you concentrate on this, but then you go like, wait a minute. And then some something else happens and you lose sight of that. And that's and you're right. When the cameras go off, when the right. cameras leave the town and the reporters standing out there asking everybody what's going through your mind right now, um, when that's all gone, then then who's left to keep to keep going and i think it's this uh, certainly uh the organizations that know this happens every day yeah. and the, that deal with people that are feeling that same traumatized feeling you know, like every day they go through that and so it's not going to be you know a quick fix and the long haul the long term of this uh i'm i was shocked at how much coverage and how long they gave, yeah. they've given this, and uh, but 
but of course, then you wait long enough and Kim Jong-un will come through and distract everybody from this tragedy uh, and scare, try to scare everybody to do something else. So we, we have this going on all the time. And now, now people go like, okay, I'm on to this. And these people are still hurting. These people have still lost everything and uh, their lo- beloved pets and, and all. So you just think about that person who, when they say, I've lost everything. Right. And they had a picture of a guy who was holding, holding on to his little his two dogs, and had had his face buried because it's like all of a sudden it's hit him what everything has has happened and they've lost. But in your in your position and what you're doing, and you've partnered up now with uh, with Carrie, and that you guys are out there, uh, you know, reaching out, uh, going to where the people are. Right. And see, that's interesting to me. Because a lot of people say, well, we build this church and they'll come. But a lot of times you have to go out and, and actually yeah. find the people, find the need. Just like you were saying, what is the need? What do people need right now uh, in this community, in our community? We're gonna bring this down to a, you know, like a five mile radius in this sense that we know that I can, I can help right here. Right. I can't do anything miles and thousand miles away, but right now I'm right here. So we're going to talk about that when we get back. We're going to talk to let Carrie finally talk. Uh, Carrie Parkinson over there is so sweet and so patient. And we're going to let uh, her tell you what uh, they're up to and what they're doing. Okay. You're listening to Cindy Cochran Show, and we'll be right back with Real Reality Radio. Remember, live is better. And if you can, join me Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. and interact live on the show through my Facebook page. Let's get your morning started. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. And we're back on the Cindy Cochran Show. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we've uh, we talked about what a week we have had and uh, all the images that we have seen on TV. The most compelling are always the children. And uh, you saw those babies having to be transferred out of the uh, intensive care units and different hospitals and being put on the helicopter in those, those little neonatal uh, uh, little hospital beds. <laughs> so it's so pitiful. And the, they're being put on there and they're whisked away on the, on the helicopter and the parents have to stand there and watch them and then try and get to that hospital and try and make it there. Well... They are uh, Cadence Hope. We've talked about Cadence Hope for a long time, and Cadence Hope is uh, in the business of raising money to uh, support parents who have their children in uh, this kind of emergency care, and they don't have a place to stay. Uh, Cadence Hope supplies that, supplies gas money, and tries to get them um, where they can be with their children and help. If you know, because one parent has to work or has to be gone. Uh, that uh, they try and support that. So they're having a benefit. And I just want to tell you where that is. I'm talking about want to be part of this. It's Friday, September 8th. Um, Mary Sarah and her band are going to be at the Dosey Doe, the big barn, I-45 in the Woodlands, Texas. And that concert is supporting uh, Cadence Hope Foundation and the parents of premature infants transported by air to hospitals in North Texas during Hurricane Harvey. So uh, if you want to be a part of that. Tickets are available at uh, dosydo.com. Dosydo, D-O-S-E-Y-D-O-E. Because I'm like, what's a dosydo? Uh, com. So please uh, be a part of that as uh, as well as probably a, a lot of you are doing a lot of things, but this is an important thing because it's about the babies. So anyway, okay, Carrie Perkins, get up and get real. Mm-hmm. Where'd you come up with that name for that? 
for your organization. I was in prayer one day, and the Lord said, it's time to pick up your mat and get real. It's time to <laughs> pick up your junk and right. get busy doing what I asked you to do. Yeah. And he said, you can you can talk to me all day long, whatever you're doing. He, he said, always be constant in prayer. Yeah. You don't need to be, you know, sitting there or kneeling. and Just get up and go do the stuff you need to do, right? That's what I told you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. I, uh, I love that. That's a great way to get your name and out there and you partnered up with uh, with luke you guys are you know before you partnered up, partnered up with luke what is it you just you exclusively you know like concentrate on where was we, your focus we try to train and equip people in their gifts a lot of times they go to places and they're you get told what you're to do instead of looking at what god gave them to do so we try to pull the gold out of them and train and equip them to work in what god has gifted them to do that's oh that's great that is great. I, 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 I suppose you, you put them in just jobs as well. No, 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 not yet. But that's something we could do. <laughs> You're training them in their goals and what and what the talents that they have. Yes. And then you, I guess, are you, um, are they coming in and staying where you what you have set up, or you go to their houses or their no, homes? No, actually, they come in and it's kind of kind of like church, but it's not church. It's in my home, and they come in and we start teaching them to pull out what's in them. And we have people coming that come from every background that don't even know that God even has a plan and purpose for them. Right. And well, I'm told to do this. Like, no, that's not what God's asked you to do because they were told to do it. And uh-huh. we just start praying with them and looking for what God has placed inside of them. Like, so, like with Luke, his call is he helps the community. He right. helps. And some people are like, well, I'm just told I'm to come in here and do this. No, you need to find out what God's asked right. you to do. Right. That, see, that's that's so great. And I, I, I assume do you work as well, uh, like at the Chop House, the Joy House. You you go down there? Or not yet? I've been there yet. a few times. Yeah, a few times. We're trying to wrangle her in. Some of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I travel so. all over the United States and to other other countries. In in doing the same thing, yes, yes, yes. and going in and finding out what people really, what their heart, where their heart is, yes. and where God has placed them, or where God wants them to be. Um, I think that's that's wonderful, and how exciting to see behind an you know, it's funny when people say the spirit, and it's kind of you know you don't understand what that means, but when you look at somebody's eyes, and when they get it, and they and they figure out what you're saying is you mean that's me you're talking about you're talking about me, and that's what God I mean the guy that created all he wants me. Are you sure you're talking about me? And they look behind them and say, yeah, I'm the only one here. Uh, so that that their eyes just light up probably. It's like Luke said about finding purpose. Everybody right. has a purpose and they're right. all wanting to help somebody. Right. Yeah. That is that's tremendous. Well, do you, do you go to uh, where people um, are trying to start ministries or you go to where where uh, they have a ministry and you go in and just help encourage and, yes, and talk to the people, both yeah. of them? Um, how did you find Carrie, Luke? Um, I, Carrie and I attended the same church several years ago. Oh, okay. And so we've known each other for quite some time and uh, have uh, just, you know, maintained relationship and, and, and uh, just love, uh, you know, I love her, her heart for empowering people. Um, and and that, that's, that's my sweet spot. And I think that it's sort of a, a like-mindedness of, listen, I, I don't, I don't want to just sit around and, and coddle you. Uh, right forever I, i'll i'll meet whatever needs i can but you know um uh you know eventually you got to get up you got to get up <laughs> and get real, get real. right <laughs> <laughs> and well, so that's one of the things that i've admired so much about her and then especially um um you know just since the the hurricane hit just the way that she has mobilized so many people and began to just uh you, you know not not uh, uh not trying not in a uh, in an in an effort to get her name out there or anything, but just to go and love on people and be a blessing to people. I mean, that's the best way I think to 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 equip uh, and, and encourage and empower people is to show them that regular people can go and do amazing things. Right. You know, we have the same the same uh, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us right right. and so that's That's not meant to sit in front of a tv all day no and lament it's meant to go out and 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 and, uh, uh you know transform our community so well i think it's just like my my son just brought me a treadmill and treadmill 
treadmill and put it in the bedroom and said, instead I'm of sorry, I just thought it was there, funny the way that you put tread and then meal. In <laughs> yeah, the, <it> was, <laughs> I, I think that's my subconscious saying, <laughs> this is what we're going to, as soon as we finish with this, we're going to, no, um, but I, he put it in there and he said, instead of you sitting here, laying here, watching the news, why don't you walk while you're watching the news and, and this will help you with everything. And I go like, oh, thank you. And he says, and you'll feel guilty as you see this here and not, and it, and, it's, and I said, yeah, but I couldn't cover that all with clothes hanging on it, so it doesn't bother me anymore. But uh, I'm going to, but he said, you're going to feel better. You just do this. And uh, and so when you get angry at the news or you get mad at what's, you know, what's going on, then uh, then this will be good for you. And I think that's what, it's like getting up and doing something and how much better you feel, whether it's going out and taking a walk. But the thing that just amazes people is that you mean if I get out of my comfort zone and go down and help somebody and feed feed the poor and and all that that I'm going to feel better for ugh, I don't even know these people and I don't want you know I don't want to get involved and they may make me want to do other things but I think that's what it's it's weird and I mean if you read the, a lot about the Bible and you read all the stories that you know what you were asked to do is not what we would in society think was the best thing to do and, and instead and he says you go that second mile with somebody and uh and you're going to feel better about it so i think that we we are needing this kick in the behind i think this is what harvey gave a lot of people here and i think it will linger with a lot that said how good they felt you know picking up that elderly person out of that water and putting them in the in the boat and them being so grateful and just hanging on to that person who saved who saved their life has been has been tremendous. But in in what I like that you're doing is that you're going to like the empowering the person right. is that you can coddle them. That's right, Luke. And a lot of people like to be coddled, and it gets easy to be coddled, you know. And you, why stress when you can just sit there and have you put your arm around in here and I'll feed you something? But if you teach them, this is all inside of you. You can become what you need and you can support and survive, you know, by, by what you're empowering them to do. I think that is great. How many, are, do you have a story about, you know, maybe some people that you've, uh, you know, contacted recently or started talking to recently and what, what uh, response they have to you once you start pulling this out of them? Um, just an instance of what we just did. We went and helped a lady clean and got out her house that had lost everything, but next door to her, her neighbor did, and um, she had nobody. She was single. She had her elderly mom. They just buried her father two weeks ago. Wow. Um, her son is, he's lost. Don't really even, don't count right now. And um, we pull up. She's completely drunk, um, and it was just like, you know, she was didn't know where to start, and it was just like we loved on her just to grab her, Holder, just Luke was talking about. And, you know, at that moment, it doesn't matter, okay? There's water in the house. Everything's torn up. It's a mess. What would Jesus do right now? And mm -hmm. it wouldn't be like, girl, we need to get in here and clean your house. It was <laughs> grab her, hold her. This is That's a human a good point. in front of you. And yeah. like Luke said, she's just lost everything. Mm -hmm. And she just like, you know, she just buried her father. She's Her mom can barely walk around. And she's like, nobody's coming. We've asked for help. And at that moment, it wasn't a cry for help to help me in my house. It was like, I'm fixing to lose my mind. Will somebody help me? Boy, that's And tough. it was just to hold her and, you know, to tell her it's going to be okay. But for her to really know it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a difference on holding them and letting them know that. And then just like, hey, we're here to help you tear up your house, you know. Right. And it's like Lou said, it's just not ripping out sheetrock. You're, you're finishing off what Harvey didn't do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is that is so true. Like and and Harvey, you know, uh, hurricanes and things like that that happen can take the physical and destroy that uh, in physical surroundings. We've done more crying. Right. And then being in there and you know, being Wonder Woman, you know, but it's it's more than that. It, it it's it's connecting with them. It it's connecting them on on a spiritual level, on mm -hmm. on loving them. I've had uh preachers say that there's a lot of the uh, older ladies at church 
will come up and give him a hug. And she says, you know, this is the only hug I get all week yeah, long. Right. And, and that's so important that just that part of the interaction, the human interaction of it. So I, I love that, but you're not letting them sit on that and sit on the grief and sit on that, that you get to get up and start moving. And the best thing in that, do you agree, is all of the busyness that needs to happen now. You, there's a lot of things you need to take care of and do, and that will help get through instead of sitting in the water and let it lap up and go like, I can't, what am I going to do? Best advice I got was from Luke when I called him. I called him crying, like, Luke, we want to get involved. We'll do whatever to help you. Just give me a direction because I'm not this person, but being around him, I'm going to become this person. <laughs> and he said, Carrie, just slow down. It's not a race it's a marathon and we're going to have to take it at a pace. It's going to go mm-hmm. on forever. And he even said, when the media stops, we can't stop. We have to keep going. So he's like, I'm going to need you for a while. So that's my best advice is we've got to just see a need, fill a need. I, I love that. And I just, uh, God bless you and your work. That's so awesome that that's what you're taking on. I think, and I think in, in all of that, you've got the compassion, but you also have the here's what you need to be doing. Here's what you've got to get up and start doing and you're going to feel better because you're going to realize I can do that. I can do this. You know what, Richard? I'm totally, are we on our, we're getting ready to go to our last segment or was that, our last? sometimes I've, I've been getting so and I go like, that was our last segment. We got to go. We have one more segment coming up. So guys, do not go away because we're going to talk about how you can contact these people, what you can do and, uh, and getting up and getting real. Okay, guys, you're listening to the uh, Cindy Cochran Show, and you know what that means? It's real reality radio, and it's Monday! Yay! Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hi, this is Cindy. Thank you for taking the time to snuggle up with a good computer and a latte grande and listen to The Cindy Cochran Show, having fun with the world's news and local happenings in your own backyard. And you're back on the Cindy Cochran Show. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, for all the first responders, kudos to you. We love you. And you shined. You shined in this in this whole thing at Harvey. And, uh, and of course, for all those, the victims, we are praying for you. And you're on, you know, everybody's prayer list. And that's what's uh, going to get us, you know, all through it for sure. And this is something that needs to go on for a long time. So those prayer lists need to just, uh, you need to probably encase them in plastic and keep them in front of you so that uh, it won't be just for this week you pray for somebody. It's going to be a long time. And I love uh, that some of the news stations will say, well, our thoughts and prayers are with you. And at least they say that. I mean, (laughs) they say the word prayer. And that, uh, uh, you know, people have said that, uh, you know, God's going to get us through this. And people coming out of the water, coming out of the rescue boats and all that, kept saying to the reporters that I just have faith, you know, and, you know, I don't care what, what's happened. God's going to get me through this. And that's what we're, that's, that's keeping us alive and uh, is our faith. And so all of that was said on, on national TV, that heard world around. And then th- that's what's keeping these people and giving them the spirit that they have, this Texas spirit that uh, that people are talking about, and it's uh, it's tremendous. So it's been a great um, a great PR deal for God, I think. Don't you? I think it's been it's been really good, and uh, and he's gonna come he's gonna come out on this. And I think that's what people a lot of times people go. Well, it's okay. God's in charge, and I'm not gonna worry about it. And I don't think uh, the green gases that we've been emitting. Uh, really 
you know, is responsible for all of this. Um, and we're just going to take it by it's here, it came, it, it uh, conquered, and we're going to overcome it. And so that's what uh, I think is going to happen because of all that uh, that we see. We we see this. And you, people like you, Carrie and, uh, and Luke, are people that, you know, I know there's hundreds of people that you've met, thousands that you've met, that say, I'm so glad there's somebody like Luke that can do this because I can't do this. I'm so glad there's somebody that has Carrie's spirit because I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't, but, uh, but Carrie teaches you that you probably can, you don't know it. And, and Luke says, look, I'm one person. And what I'm here is to empower many people to empower someone else and let this ripple out so that, uh, that we can handle this. And, uh, and Jesus said that the poor is always going to be with you. I love that statement. You know, I, th- I think that was, you know, and, and there's always going to be wars and rumors of wars and there, that the poor will always be with you. Statements from the Bible were like, yeah, that's right. So you can't, you know, heal everybody right now. You can't, you know, do everything just like he said. It's a marathon. You just got to take this one day at a time and what's in front of you and what you can do. What, here's what I can do. I can't do everything for everybody all over the world. So you just collapse and go like, I can't do anything but you can do something. And if it's just calling somebody and to encourage them, sending them, you know, a note or something. And like you say, just give somebody a hug. Maybe the only hug they had all week. You see, I can't, I've been so good. I'm in my last segment. I hadn't cried yet. Oh, Cindy, I'm so proud of you. But, um, but I just, I can't think about it. It's like, you can't think about it because you start dwelling on it and you just, get so emotional so you need to go do something so shut up cindy in this program and go out and do something for somebody and you'll be better right luke well you know i think one thing that we have to realize is is it's okay to cry oh yeah you know it's It's okay it's okay i mean man we're all we're all traumatized by this we're all of us and i mean i i I laid in bed last night and i cried you know um you know, I'm a grown man, and I cried. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, <laughs> not at all. Uh, this, there's a mourning that's taking place here, um, right? And uh, you know, I, I love the promises of God that you know, blessed are those who mourn because they'll be comforted. Um, you know, uh, instead of your 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 heavy spirit, I'll give you a garment of praise. And, and I think that it behooves us to, at this at this time, especially in times like this, to 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 do that, to in, in, embrace praise. Um, you know, this is an opportunity for all of the people of our community to, um, you know, to, to, to appropriate the power of God that we walk in, you, right. you know, that's um, right. and, and, and a lot of people are sitting around and they don't realize it. And if you think like Judges chapter six, Gideon is a coward hanging out in a wine press, right? Uh-huh. He, threshing wheat, which is a goofy idea, right. but he's doing it because he's afraid of the Midianites. And then this angel of the Lord appears to him and tells him how he's known in heaven. And how he's known in heaven is completely contrary to how he sees him himself. Mm-hmm. That angel says to you, the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. And I think that all over our community, there are people that, that maybe because they don't, they're not leading a big ministry, that mm-hmm. they don't feel like they uh, could make a difference. Um, and that's completely false. I mean, there's nothing that Carrie or I have that they don't have. Right. You know, That's... we've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness according to the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Uh, that's not just us. It's all of us. And so I really feel like uh, I love the, the, the way that things get done uh, grassroots. Right. And I think that, that that's the key is people recognizing that they do have something to offer. And because they just because they can't save 100 people and help 100 people, well, there's somebody that you need to call and check on. Somebody that you need to take some groceries to. Yes. Gift cards to go out to eat. Listen, people are in a, in a, in a, in a situation right now where they're having to make decisions. And I know that right now, one of the things that I really need a break from is making decisions. I don't want to make another decision right now. I need a break. I need a rest. And when we're asking them, what can I do for you? What can I get for you? What do you need? What do you want? What do you, what, 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 what? Right. They're having to make decisions about that. And if we can show up with some, you know, a gift card to go somewhere and get something to eat. They don't have to make a decision about what they're going to have for dinner. Great idea. You know? I, I love that. I love that. So, now, how, how can somebody get a hug from you? What, what hug? is it? <laughs> Show up. I do that. I love what, um, 
where do you want people to contact you or find out about you or what's the best way? Well, the, the best, the best way, honestly, I, you know, we've got a website who really uses those anymore. <laughs> our website is <laughs> compassionunited.us. Compassionunited.us. I'm sorry. Our, okay. That's the website. Yeah. Uh, but Facebook, Facebook is really it. I mean, Compassion United has a Facebook page. Um, uh, that's how you can find out about us. That's really where we're posting the videos, the live updates that we're doing about, you know, where we need, where we need stuff in the community. And that gives us agility. And that's your Facebook is? Compassion United. Just Compassion United. Yeah, there's and, a Facebook page. Okay, yeah. okay. They can find you there. I love that. And you got a lot of pictures and a lot of stories and things like that. That's what we need. And Karen has said that um, whatever they get, they're, they're just handing over to Luke and them. So, uh but I, I pray for your ministry and yours, and I think everybody will. That's so great. And we just thank you so much for your, uh, the, what you've had to go through. And Luke, I'm so sorry about your house. I didn't know that. Oh, my goodness. So uh, so anyway, I, I appreciate um, your coming here and telling us what, to, what we can do, and that's what we need to do. And everybody needs to get up and get real. That's all I'm saying. Thanks for having me. That's all I'm saying. Thank you so much. Guys, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, live. Yes, we will, live. And uh, I hope that you join us. And uh, go out and make somebody happy. Just make somebody happy, and you're going to be happier. It's just so weird how that works. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.